Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing of all sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Monday to everybody and happy Christmas week, especially Christmas coming up on Sunday. So we're less than, uh, less than a week away. You got to get ready, you know, get your, your sleigh bells going and you, uh, certainly your snow boots as we saw today. Uh, this is going to be a fun show because there was no shortage of storylines this week. And I almost just want to start with a checklist of like things that we have to talk about. Okay. That happened this weekend uh, and, and then we'll break into it. So Jeff Sims commits to Nebraska. You might have your next starting quarterback next year in that situation. Uh, so certainly that needs to be talked about. Uh-huh. Dylan Riola. Uh, decommits from Ohio State, so in Nebraska Twitter even went more crazy for that than Jeff Sims, who could have more of an immediate impact. Um, the World Cup came to a conclusion in a... Messi cemented himself as the GOAT. Yeah, in just an, an incredible game. The NFL had two, I mean, at least two things that you got to talk about. The greatest comeback in NFL history. Ooh, shout out to... Prime time Kirk Cousins, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, which is that's never been said before. Exactly. And then uh, the craziest play, which involved your Patriots I don't that wanna, we've seen in a Do we have time. to talk about that one? That's like an old timer. That's on that's a, that's I a, don't, that's going to be replayed on highlight reels forever. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> there have been two multilateral plays that have resulted in game winning touchdowns in the NFL in the last however many years. The Patriots have been involved in both of them. And have lost both of those games. <laughs> That's right. The Dolphins was the other yep. one, right? Yeah. The Miami Miracle. Yeah. And then whatever the hell they're going to call this one. Uh, I'm just glad Chandler Jones. Uh, uh, former Patriot. Former Patriot and former Cardinal. So uh, we're both kind of happy in that end. But you're not happy. I'm not happy. happy. <laughs> well, Chandler, you don't want to cheer for Chandler Jones? Why would I be happy? Yeah, I do love know. Chandler Jones. He's great. <laughs> He's great. Okay, there was that. There was the volleyball uh, tournament, which we were both at, with the crowning champion and featured two former Huskers. Exactly. Crowned in Omaha. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Am I missing anything else? Um, Nebraska got some a couple commits. Commitments, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, lot of commits. A <laughs> uh, couple decommits, but uh, no, it was just a very interesting sports weekend. It really the Knicks was. are on a seven-game win streak. <laughs> that's just for me. I don't, I don't think me. that was very. That's, high on that's the list just for, for me. People. That's just for me. Uh, but uh, so we'll talk about all that. We've got a lot more, of course, probably stories that we didn't even that we forgot about because it was just it. it the sports weekend was like left and right. I, I mean, I just it, you couldn't take a break from it. it was awesome. Uh, let's start though with with the Jeff Sims commitment because obviously that is big as far as the upcoming year for Nebraska. Uh, the uh, Georgia Tech quarterback, uh, of course, visited Nebraska. Was that two weeks ago now? I believe so. And uh, yeah, because last this last weekend was not him. Yeah, that was not, he was not part of that group. Didn't take long for him to choose to com- commit to Nebraska. And it's very interesting. What does this mean for the quarterback battle? What and what does it mean for Casey Thompson? And if you didn't listen to the captain, actually, uh, you know, uh, Terrell Farley was able to speak to uh, ran into Casey Thompson and said that they haven't really talked to him too much. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, they've talked to Casey. Earlier when they kind of took over and went through that whole situation and then 
Casey hasn't heard from the coaching staff since then, which is very strange. And my only takeaway from that would be maybe they're, I mean, there's two things is they're very busy and they're doing a lot of other things, trying to put together a roster for next season and the season beyond. Um, and also maybe they are in the camp, uh, the thought process of he just had labrum surgery. I don't know how major or how minor, but he just had shoulder surgery Maybe he's not looking to leave anywhere, and he's going to stay. And we're, you know, we're going to have him as a starter next year. But even with that, I would still talk to him and make sure that that yeah. is going to be his decision, as opposed to just assuming that he's going to stay. Because as we saw last season, Adrian Martinez had shoulder surgery, still transferred, and was the starter the next year for for Kansas State. So just because he's having surgery, just because he had surgery, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be on the team next year. And I believe it, it would be important of them if if they want to keep him on the roster as as you know their starting quarterback next year um, to speak with him. But there is also the um, option of maybe they don't think that Casey Thompson would fit in the offense that they're trying to run. Yeah. But even then, I mean, your quarterback room is kind of. Kind of bear right now. I mean, yeah, you got well, Jeff it's Simpson. Filled with like ten guys, but yeah, bear. <laughs> well, it's bear. It's bear in terms of in terms of um, guys that can play. Yeah, in, the in terms of guys who great guys who can play in the spring, guys who have played yeah. collegiate football. I mean, you have uh, Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers who have very very limited college football playing experience, and then guys with no college football playing experience. Now you have a transfer in Jeff Sims who is a fifty eight percent completion percentage quarterback who's more of a runner. And then you had Malik Hornsby on campus last week where, again, that's that's a guy who's extremely athletic and, and might even, you know, change positions for a year uh, to, to be on the roster. Like, it's it's very confusing, and the limited experience in the quarterback room would lead one to believe that Casey Thompson would be extremely important in the eyes of the coaching staff to keep on the roster, keep on this team in, in, in accordance with, you know, going into next season looking for wins. Well, I mean, I, I think, I mean, there's kind of different viewpoints of that because if Nebraska does, is able to bring in um, Casey Thompson back and they, and they, and they, of course, like now they have Jeff Sims, you'll have four guys that have started a big 10 game. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you, you, that, that's a, you're not going to see that a lot around the, along the, around the country. I shouldn't say four guys have started a big 10 game. Uh, three guys that have started a big 10 game, yeah. the guys that started the ACC. But my point is power five experience. Uh, obviously though, part of this whole discussion, and this is, you, you, you don't want to say nothing against the, the backup quarterbacks. Maybe they need to be developed, but it kind of is. I mean, the backup quarterback situation bogged Nebraska down last year. Mm -hmm. And so whether they bring Casey Thompson back or not, um, I, I hope it's the case, but but it, it, it needed to be better. It needed – it just – and I don't know if you were just going to think, okay, the new coaches can coach these guys up. Uh, maybe that's the – maybe that's potentially there. But I think with the, the quarterback room now adding Jeff Sims, there's got to be somebody that's kind of being pushed off. Now, I don't think it – I don't think – like you said, Casey Thompson, it's just kind of a hard read right now because, you know, usually you would think you, part of what you do as a coach is you, you inherit the roster and you try to do what's best with that unit. But mm – -hmm. You know, like Mike Riley didn't really, and I don't think that he's that that Matt Rule's going to get less of a tenure than Mike Riley did, or not get three years or whatever, um, just because the position that he's inherited in the program. But you wonder if Mike Riley could do it over again if he was if he would keep get a quarterback Tommy right Armstrong away? or get a quarterback that fits his system. 
because there was kind of that growing and learning process, and ultimately Tommy Armstrong did better in his offense yeah. than Tanner Lee did anyway. Yeah, you got you got two good years of of, of Tommy, and then your one year of Tanner yeah. Lee, and it didn't work out too. But well. my point is, it's no longer like all right, we've got the new head coach, so five years from now, his first recruiting class, then we can judge him. You gotta you gotta turn it's results right around yeah. pretty quickly, you really so time. you don't have time to sit around with some quarterback that doesn't fit your system and just kind of maneuver around it. Mm -hmm. uh, it does look like Nebraska's system is going to be more dual threat with the guys that they're recruiting. Mm -hmm. The other part about that is you could. Casey Thompson's mobile enough. I mean, he can get some yards, but he's very injury-prone at this mm -hmm. point in his career. Do you want him being part of that system? Would he be interested in being part yeah, of that Yeah, is that system? the quarterback that you want running? I mean, uh, with the guys that they've been targeting and now the commitment of Jeff Sims out of Georgia Tech, um, it does seem like they're going to go more to that RPO style that they were running at Baylor with Charlie Brewer. And if that's the case, Charlie Brewer, I think, ran for, you know, 500-ish yards. I could be completely wrong on that, but, you know, 500-ish yards – um, in at least one of the seasons down at Baylor, um, which would lead you to believe that your quarterback is being used quite a bit uh, and using his legs quite a bit in, in that RPO style. And again, like you said, with a quarterback like Casey Thompson, who's oft injured and a little bit on the smaller side, is that exactly what you want to be doing with him, especially in a much more physical conference as the Big Ten uh, than it was in the Big 12 back when back when uh, Rule was coaching at Baylor. So you got a six-foot Six foot one quarterback who's been injured a whole bunch, including his throwing shoulder, mm -hmm. um, in in Casey Thompson, or do you want a Jeff Sims or a Malik Hornsby who have speed to burn? And uh, Jeff Sims is six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounds. You want a guy like that running around, you know, possibly putting his shoulder down into people and, and taking a couple big hits here and there. Well, also chucking the rock around. I mean, like I said, he's a fifty eight percent completion percentage kind of guy. Uh, his best completion percentage in the season is sixty. Uh, and that was last year, which was a, a pretty solid season for him. Uh, he also finished with uh, 1,468 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. And that's something – the interceptions is something that everybody keeps throwing around. Um, Sims also finished that season with 70 rush attempts for 372 yards and four touchdowns. His best rushing year was his freshman year, yeah. 492 rushing yards and six touchdowns. Then they tried to pass it up a little, pass it a little more. He completed sixty percent. So well, and he's also coming off season-ending injuries. So I mean, you've that got, is also true. You've got injury situations to kind of maneuver around. And Jeff Sims was, um, you know, a guy that started as a freshman. So I mean, that that that's impressive in and of itself. But basically, had the tenure of a fail head coach was through him at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, so how much of that was on him? How much of that was on the rest of the roster? Uh, would be interesting, but of course the quarterback so gets was, a lot of the blame. And so it was Adrian Martinez. <laughs> right. and he had a decent exactly. amount of success. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just a lot of different ways this can go. I'm excited. And, and a lot of it too, is just, what do you expect in year one? Because, uh, again, talking with the guys from the captains, like Nebraska doesn't have that far to go. Um, and you know, they just need some adjustments here. I don't know if that's the way I'm looking at it. I mean, I, clearly they're making moves to compete in year one. Mm -hmm. But I, again, to me, it's always it is what you hire. You hired Matt Rule to come in and fix the program. He wants to be the most physical team in the Big Ten. You got a long ways to go for that style. So if you want to implement that style without having it where you want it to be, you might take some bruises along the way. And what I'm saying is year one, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as you get there. So it, it's going to be interesting. I, I have no clue what the expectations are in year one. I think for most people, it's best just to not have expectations mm -hmm. 
because it it might be kind of a gutted out and retool it type of program situation that we're seeing. I mean, even with with a lack of expectations, you still got to go at least five hundred. You can't. You, you want to? You can't have that first year that that Matt Rule is so famous for. Like that's not. I understand it's an it's a complete rebuild, but that's just not. You can't do that. Not after not after the five six seasons that Nebraska's <laughs> had. You just can't, man. You don't want to. I certainly wouldn't be good to look forward to. Either way, it'll be exciting uh, because it will be new, and so hope will be fresh. Uh, we'll take a quick break. we got to catch up on some breaks here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be back on 93.7 The Ticket.